And now, it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Life with Frank in an episode written by Jess Adam titled Frank's Mother-in-Law. It's time for another episode of Life with Frank. Our hero, Frank, is an average family man with an average family. Frank's wife, Marion, is a sweet and caring housewife. Their daughter, Kate, is 16 years old and brings Frank a great deal of anxiety as she becomes an adult. Their son, Billy, is a precocious young scamp that walks that fine line between genius and doofus. The family recently opened their home to Frank's father after he had a bit of trouble adjusting to life in a retirement home. So now that you've met the whole family, let's see what's happening inside the Jones family home. Yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. Yes, yes, okay, Mom. Bye, Mom. Hey, Mom. Was that Grandma on the phone? Hello, Billy. It sure was. Your grandmother wants to visit us tomorrow. Oh, well, that sounds fun. I haven't seen her in a long time. Last time she was here, she brought me this huge chocolate heart. I ate half of it and lost the other half. Three weeks later, I found it under my mattress. That reminds me, I think I might need a new bed. Billy, we don't have the time or money to get you a new bed right now. You'll have to make do. I'm worried about your grandma's visit. I don't know how fun it'll be. She and Grandpa Jones have never gotten along. They even argued across the aisle when I married your father. Did, did you tell her that Grandpa Jones lives with us now? No. I'm afraid that if I ever told her, she would stop coming to see us. But she probably knows. She knows everything. Do you need me to chain her up and chain Grandpa up in the basement? Or we could check him into a hotel for a few days. Oh, oh, he's been asking us to abandon him in the woods. He says he needs to practice his survival skills for when the moon finally crashes into the earth. What are you talking about now, Billy? Is this more talk about dumping your grandpa in the woods? Frank, I just got off the phone with my mother. Billy, why don't you go run along and play? Okay, uh, if you need me, I'll be in Kate's room short-sheeting her bed and reorganizing her socks by color and thread count. Mary, and your mother? Oh, that sounds nice. It was, but I'm afraid I have some difficult news. Oh, what's that? She didn't ask to move in with us again, did she? No, she didn't ask to move in, Frank, but she does want to visit. Well, what's wrong with that? I love your mom. I know, Frank. She loves you, too, very much. But your father, however, you know they've never really gotten along. Oh, you didn't tell her that my dad is living with us, did you? In this house, there's only room for one lovable lunatic at a time. I didn't breathe a word of it. I can't imagine what she'd say. In the same breath, she'd say how nice it is to have Grandpa here and how much psychological damage his shenanigans have probably caused. She always has a way of complimenting and cutting someone down all at the same time. But Frank, I, I bet she knows. I don't know how she does it, but she always knows. Well, she does not give backhanded compliments like that. Yes, she does. Do you remember what she said to me right after I gave birth to Billy? No. She said, well, Mary, and Billy sure is a cute little boy. It's a shame Kate didn't get any of those genetics. <laughs> she, she did not say that. Yes, she did. It was right after the doctor jumped rope with my umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that one either, Marianne. If I remember correctly, dear, you were enjoying the benefits of an epidural at the time. Your mother is a kind, loving, compassionate woman. 
Well, my mother did say that. She called Kate ugly. She even wrote it in Billy's baby book. We will handle her visit just fine. I'm not worried about her behavior. It's my dad that I'm worried about. We'll just have to find a way to break it to him. He'll have something ornery to say, but he'll be fine. We'll just have to keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. Did I hear someone talking about me? (laughs) I was standing on the porch screaming at some of the neighbor kids. Dad, why were you screaming at the neighbor kids? Two of them seemed too happy. I couldn't. I couldn't have that. One of them looked kind of sad, so I, I told her, Honey, put a smile on your face or go home. I hate kids with visible emotions, Frank. You know that. Oh, oh, there were also some kids selling magazine subscriptions. Frankie, I, I hope you like bureaucratic nonsense monthly. I signed you up for a lifetime subscription. Grandpa, we have some news for you. Oh, boy! Are you leaving me in the woods? Oh, I love the woods. I'll start packing my bindle right now. Uh, Sweetheart, where do we keep the cans of beans? Well, well, no, we are not leaving you in the woods. Actually... Marion's mother is coming to visit. Oh, sweet, merciful God in heaven! Why? Dad... Of all the unholy things to learn at this time of the morning... The devil herself is coming right here. Oh, can you imagine? Dad. Right here, in my own house. It'll take me three weeks just to get the bad juju out of here. I'll have to put a staff of priests on call 24-7 to exercise the place when she's gone. Oh, Frankie, how could you do this? Dad, she is just as important to this family as you. Okay, so, so get over it. It's happening. She'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow? There's not enough time to prepare. I'll have to get Billy help me hide all of my possessions in the walls. Did you know what that woman did to me the last time I saw her? What'd she do? She put my teeth in the toilet tank. She hid my glasses in the dryer's lint trap. And I still blame her for my missing cat. Dad, Marion's mother did not steal your cat or do any of those other things. Oh, yes, she did. She always hated that cat. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past her. Well, we better get busy cleaning this house. I'm not helping. (laughs) Well, this ought to be interesting. Will Marion's mother get along with Grandpa? We'll find out after this message from our sponsor, Carl's Cookware. Carl! Carl, is that you? Um, I, uh, I have all of my, uh, knives here ready to, uh, cook for you. Yes, Carl, just, would you hand me the fork and the, uh, the spoon? Um, here is the spork. I made a new one. The spork? I put well, them together and I made a baby. Thank you. That must be a new addition for Carl's cookware. Come get it at your local pharmacy or supermarket near you. Thank you, and have a good day. That's Carl's cookware. If you don't watch it, it'll multiply. (laughs) Well, let's move on and go back to our story. Dad, when is Grandma getting here? Billy is camped out on the roof with an armload of water balloons and a sandbag. I told him to come down, but he won't listen to me. He said that... George Washington said that to be prepared for war is one of the most effective means of preserving peace. Oh, for Pete's sake. 
Anytime someone comes to visit, your little brother tries to find a way to scare them off. He says he's practicing for a job with the CIA and intelligence gathering. Oh, for crying out. Billy! Billy, get down here! He's just following orders, Frankie. Don't be hollering at him like that. What do you mean, following orders? I, I, I told him he was to keep his grandma away from this house at all costs. Even if it meant the ultimate sacrifice. We can't have that she-beast just walking in the door. You didn't take your pills today, did you? Ah, pills, Mills. I gotta stay sharp to make sure that dragon lady you call a mother-in-law stays far away from this house. Someone has to protect the family. Honestly, Dad, what do you have against Marion's mom? I mean, you've hated her for years and years. I told you she stole my cat. She would never do something like that. Well, if she manages to somehow sneak her way into this locked-up house, you can ask her. Though I imagine she'll have a rather difficult time getting past all of my booby traps. I've secured every door and window. She will never step foot in here. Frank, Grandpa, kids, we're here. Uh, Come on down. Margaret, it's so nice to see you. How was the drive? Eh, it was fine. Marion tries her hardest to be a good driver. It's just a shame we nearly died four times. Mother, we did not nearly die. She rolled through two stop signs, passed a stop school bus, and fled from the police. I did not. All right. She didn't run from the cops. Truth is, the drive was so boring, I fell asleep while Marion was telling me about some book she's reading. Well, at, at least you got some rest. Dad, come say hello. Hello, demon. <laughs> William, it's been such a long time. How are you, you handsome devil? Isn't it a pain to get older? I can't imagine how you feel at your age. I mean, you get up in the morning, and that face is what you see in your bathroom mirror. You have to contemplate just staying in bed forever. Frankie, would you mind terribly if I borrowed your shovel from the garage and start digging a hole in the backyard? I've got a feeling we're going to need it. <laughs> Billy and Kate have made lunch for us, so, Mom, how about we leave your bags here and get settled for lunch? That's just fine with me. This used to be a nice neighborhood. I assume no one will break in and steal my things. Oh, yes, yes. Just, just leave your things right here. I'll help you unpack later. <laughs> Dad, touch the bags and you're going back to the home. I, don't, I won't touch a thing, I promise, I promise. Actually, William, might I have a word with you in private? All right, Lucifer. Even Jesus talked to you once. All right, you two. We'll leave you alone to talk. Dad, behave. Mom, be nice. All right, William. We're alone now. I have something to say to you that I've been dying to say to you for 18 years. Well, let it out. Can't be it good for a woman of your advanced age to hold anything in. Well, honestly, I don't even know how to begin. Oh, for crying out loud, just spit it out. Like the venom you and your snake brethren are known for. I love you. You what? I love you. I have loved you for 18 years. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. You feel it too, you old goat. I know it. And just how in the world did you arrive at that conclusion? Well, the last time we were in this house at the same time, you hid my teeth in the toilet tank. You hid my glasses in the dryer's lint trap. 
You even kidnapped my cat. I know the way men like you showed their true feelings. The only feeling I have for you is one of complete loathing. I didn't do all those things to you. You did those things to me. Not true. Come on now, William. Admit it. Tell the truth now. Well, you are kind of cute. <laughs> when you remember to wear your teeth, you have the prettiest smile. Aha! I just knew it. I just knew it. You do love me. Well, let's, let's just call it a crush. Well, that's just fine with me. I'm just glad to finally hear you admit it. But William, you have to promise me one thing. What's that? You cannot tell Frank, Marion, or the kids. Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. You, you know what? I've discovered something. <laughs> if I act like a stark raving lunatic 30% of the time, they leave me alone and let me do what I want. You're telling me I have to call Marion at least twice a week just to make sure she thinks I'm off my rocker enough to stay away. But we're agreed. You won't breathe a word of this to anyone? Deal. Not a word. Good. Now let's get back in the kitchen before they send one of those goofy-looking kids in here to check up on us. Well, who knew? Grandma and Grandpa with a secret romance. I wonder if they'll be able to keep their secret hidden from the rest of the family. While we wait, let's check in with our friends at Reusable Mustaches. Oh, Robin? Yes? Where do you think I got this fancy little number from? I'm, I'm not sure. You're right, I got it right out of a trash can. Is that reusable? Oh, it's reusable, all right. You could pull one out of a dead body. You could still use it just fine. How much can I get one of those for? You could get one absolutely free anywhere. Oh, boy. That's right. Absolutely free. Or just call 1-800-REUSABLE-MUSTACHES. That's reusable mustaches. Just mash on the phone pad a lot and see what numbers you get. <laughs> and with a company motto like, look at this little number, you know reusable mustaches is a name you can trust. Well, let's get back to our story. Grandma and Grandpa have rejoined the rest of the family and are trying to keep their newfound romance a secret. So, I said, you can't park here without a permit. <laughs> and we all laughed and laughed. <laughs> I'm so glad you all have the same sense of lowbrow humor. Frank, you may be as dull as a fence post, but you're easy on the eyes. Isn't it nice how God gives us all different abilities and talents? Why, take old William here. He doesn't know who or where he is most of the time. He isn't very funny. He doesn't look like much. But still... He knows how to feed himself. I sure do. I can still dance, too. <laughs> you want to dance with me, Margie? Huh? Huh? What do you say? Let's cut a rug, sweetheart. Now, William, I don't think that's appropriate right now. Remember, our little secret is a secret. Aw, oh, come on now. Don't be a sad Sally. I'll be Fred Astaire, and you can be... You, you could be... Um... Ginger Rogers? No, Roger was more of a brunette. What all do you think you want to do while you're here? To be honest, Marion, I'm ready to go home if you don't mind. I needed to have a little talk with that old toad. I think it's best if I leave now before one of us lets our little secret slip. It seems old William here is not quite as with it as I thought. Secret? What secret? 
I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. I want to shout it from the mountaintops. I want to scream it through the valleys. I want everyone to know that I am in love. William, hush. Honestly, Marion, I don't think it's safe to have this crazy old badger living with the kids. Don't you think he should be put back in a home? Mom, we are doing just fine and enjoying having Grandpa stay with us. Don't get ahead of yourself, Marion. Kids, Frankie, Mi- Mi- what's your name, sweetheart? Marion. Marion, oh, that's a pretty name. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> I have an announcement. Margie and I are in love. <laughs> she came today just to confess her love for me after all these years. She makes my heart sing a new song. She brightens my darkness. She fills up my senses. Dad, what are you saying? We're in love! Tell him, Madge. I never. What on earth are you talking about, you crazy old codger? Well, Frank, apparently your father really has lost his mind. I must insist you put him back in a home. What? This isn't a safe environment for the children. Now, Margaret, tell, tell the truth. Tell them about how you confessed your undying love for me. Honest to God, I have no idea what you were talking about. Marion, you really shouldn't have this maniac around the children you know. Frank, dear, do you think you could drive me home? I want to get out of here before he starts foaming at the mouth and his head starts spinning around. But you just got here. I mean, we've hardly had a chance to talk. That's sweet of you, dear. You know, you could always pick up the phone and give me a call. (laughs) But yes, I must go home. I got what I came for. Now, wait a minute. What does that mean? What did you come here for? Uh... I just, I just wanted to hug young Billy and Miss Kate. It's been a few months since I've seen you two little dears. It's a grandma thing. That's not true. Aw, oh, Grandma, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to us. Yeah, Grandma, we missed you too. Oh, that's sweet. You know you could visit me. I don't live that far away, you know. You must be too busy staring at screens all day and night. But you could visit every so often. I told the kids you moved to Utah because the FBI was after you. Again. Hush, William. Grandpa, why on earth did you do that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I was trying this new thing where you focus all of your energy on what you want most in the whole world, and you put it out into the universe. I stood on the roof and I told the universe that this dried-up, saggy, blue-haired old snake needed to be with her own kind. In the desert. Under a rock. She's the same woman I always thought she was. Heartless, mean, cold, and wrinkly. Dad, you are terrible. We knew you didn't really move, Grandma. So you just sat at home instead of coming to see your poor old grandmother. That's sweet, dear. It's a good thing you are almost a beautiful young lady, Kate. Grandma, when I can drive, I'll come see you all the time. Billy, that'll be very nice. I'll be sure to warn the Homeowners Association. Margaret, are you sure you won't stay for the night? She said she's got to go, so let her go. Let her go. The sooner she's gone, the sooner we can start smudging the house and trying to clean all the bad spirits that she leaves in her wake. Oh, my gosh. Grandpa, that is so rude. Ah, the old crow is right. I must be going. Oh, please stay. Yeah, Grandma, please stay. Pretty please. It's your choice, Mom. Margaret, if I ever see or hear from you again, it'll be too soon. Get out of here, you old warthog. Take all this bad juju and hit the road, Jezebel! Charming, William. Always charming. Bye, kids. Bye, Frank. Let's hit the road, Marion. Let's see if you can get me home before being hit by a bus. Bye, Grandma. (laughs) Love you, Grandma. See you later. 
Frankie. Yeah. You'd 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 never put me back in the home, would you? <clears throat> uh, let's change the subject, Dad. Well, if I was going to do something to get put back in the home, what 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 would it be? <sighs> well, I think. Uh, I don't think there's anything left on the list anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. I think you've done it all. All right, I'm going to go chase Match. Say goodbye to Grandpa, everybody. Well, that was cute, wasn't it? Thanks for listening in. We'll see you next time on Life with Frank. You've been listening to Life with Frank on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Chris Borwick as Frank, Macy Sepp as Marion, Jess Adam as Grandpa Jones, Jack Dottie as Billy, Emily Gaffner as Kate, Lorna Gaffney as Grandma, and Joyous Chaos brought our commercials in. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for more from the Factory Theater Hour.